0: People, 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 uh, good evening, good evening, good evening, baby, it is your host, the Arsenio Bug Show, bringing it to you today, oh yeah, listen, you're either going to be positive or you're going to be negative, oh my god, I don't even know how to sum this up, so many things, so many things have happened over the last, uh, I guess you could say, 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, you name it. I'm around people who always see the negative side of everything. Um, And I keep telling them and laughing. And and she's like, well, if you don't do this, then we might lose this or do this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here go these worst case scenario type folks. Listen, either you're going to be positive or negative. Either you're going to win on the short term and be negative or you're going to win in the long term and be positive. There's only one way around it. Now I'm going to give you some stories, the heart of the stories over the last, what, six years, three big, bulky stories, whereas I can relate to this. And so, of course, you guys, if you guys don't know me, hey, you know what, welcome to the party. Born and raised in Las Vegas, uh, I worked as a dental assistant, of course, in uh, Australia. I worked in Melbourne for three months, Sydney for nine, shout out to my Aussies out there who are listening in, and you know what, while I was listening- of course, and while I was, you know, working there and whatnot, I chose to be negative. But you know what? I just kept watching The Secret. I didn't know anything about personal development. I didn't know the Jim Rohns. I didn't know the Bob Proctor, the Tony Robbins. None of those videos were out yet. Maybe there were just a couple. You could probably find a couple on Les Brown. Maybe just one on Lisa Nichols, but it wasn't as big as it is right now. Anyways, push came to shove. I went and saw the most remarkable side of life. I traveled to Bangkok for the first time, and I also went to Phuket, and Phuket was where I was actually at the top of this mountain, and I saw turquoise waters down below, lush green vegetation all around me, surrounding me with the Sam Adams with the lime inside, talking to an Aussie guy, and I saw the clouds running right through the hills. At that given moment, I felt peace, I felt serenity, I felt true fulfillment. And so then, of course, I finally stepped foot in Japan outside of the airport and I literally got the goal that I've been searching for the, like the previous 18 years since I was seven years old. I've always wanted to go to Japan. And so of course after Japan, I was able you know I went to Hawaii for four days. Uh, and then after that I went back to America. Then when I went back to America, a lot of things started happening. Now I wrote this in on my blog in more detail. I might explain in more detail, but listen, when I went back to my family, I had to make a quick decision, I still remember I landed, uh, I went from, of course, Honolulu to Maui, from Maui, I took Hawaiian Airlines straight into uh, McCarran International Airport around 4, uh, I think around 5pm or something like that, my mom picked me up, gave her a big hug, she had tears in her eyes, loved her, uh, and I remember going back home, and my mom was engaged in things that I was not particularly fond of, Um and you know, she sat there, and you know what? She was just so so warm, and she opened up to me. She was just so she was so wonderful as she always says is, 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 is You know, I I preached. I was like, I was "You like, really want to go to Japan? Japan? Start saving now. You could do this. You could do that. You could do this." God damn it! I did it. I'm your damn brother. If I could do it, you could do it. And next, thing you know, brother came, and within probably a week, my brother he would come home, complain every day about working at a place called Stanley Steamers. You know, picking up, doing this, doing that, can't accept tips anymore. So many different things, right? My sister, my oldest sister, she was a complete train wreck beyond belief. And you know what? I thought she was beyond repair. I thought there was no helping her. And of course, this all revolved around her drug addict ass boyfriend. I was like, hey, well, you had the baby with the son of a bitch. And you thought, you know, him betting and watching sports all goddamn day was okay. That's not okay. And so, I mean... Honestly, if it wasn't for these headphones that I have on my ears right now, of course not the same pair, but if it wasn't for these ones that are on my ears right now, there is no way I would have been able to survive that monster that was within my family. It was Misery Loves Company, just as Gary Vee said, of course, on the Larry Larry King interview, and while I was living there. I remember they would complain, bitch, complain, bitch, and you know what? I put my Bose headphones on. I went to Rosetta Stone and I started learning Japanese. Of course, Rosetta Stone is don't don't learn a language through paying ridiculous amounts of money that doesn't. Oh my god, I cannot believe I even bought that. But there weren't that many applications out, you know, versus what there is now. And of course, just being able to meet people all around the world so easily, you know. I had to put these headphones on. I had to protect myself. I had to protect my mind from my family, because if I didn't, I would have been part of that misery. My brother, he became more jealous every time I, you know, paid a little bit here, and you know, he said, "Oh, that's not enough. Oh, you're selfish. Oh," and you know what? I pissed my family off like crazy the last three months I was there because this is where I literally drew that huge line in between my family, and we just didn't speak much because, I mean, I went on a trip. I mean, first, one of my friends came from Arizona, and uh, I met her. That was just like a nice little couple days and whatnot. And then after that, in March, I went to Sedona, Arizona for the first time, which was a remarkable trip beyond belief. Uh, just wonderful. And my family, they started getting jealous. They were like, well, what the hell? How come you're not paying them out? How are you going to do this, do that, that? I was like, well, listen, I save my money. You're acting like I'm doing this because I'm selfish. Yeah, I'm being selfless and selfish. I'm being selfish with saving my own goddamn money. Next thing you know, one month later, I went to Hawaii and I still remember I came out with my luggage out of the, my workplace. And one of the dental hygienists, uh, she's a very, very nice girl. She's like, where are you going? You have a luggage. I'm like, I'm going to Hawaii. She's like, yeah, right. I was like, no, seriously, I'm going to the airport right now. And her jaw just dropped. She's like, what? You're, you're on your way to the airport to go to Hawaii? People don't go to Hawaii from Las Vegas. People just in Las Vegas, they stay in Las Vegas. They rotten, and that's the end of their life. But you know, I saw a completely different life back in Australia. It was a it was a life you know that maybe it was something I was searching for for so long. And so, of course things just kept getting more heated, and then by the time I came back from Hawaii, I only had two weeks left uh, of work, of course, and that was the end, and I remember when I left, I said, I can never come back here, because you guys are too negative, and I'm too positive, that's my family, I have to keep them at a distance now, and so it doesn't matter how positive I am, I was actually just watching the movie, The Purge, it's so funny, (laughs) I know, this is really random, but, the guy, he was just so, uh, he was so over, he, he, he was so materialistic, he was, oh my god, he was so focused on materialism, saying, oh, well, I got the sales, I got this, I got that, and then he just completely lack care with his daughter, lack care about this and that. I'm not that type of person, but the thing is, I save a hell of a lot. And my mom, she did not have a job. From the moment I came back, she got fired because of her compound effect and making the wrong choices over and over and over. And until up I left, until I left about nine, ten months later, my mom never had a job. She just wanted her sons to support her. So then, of course, when I went, when well of course, when I came here to uh, Thailand, I didn't hear from my mom, nobody for a month. No, hey, did you arrive? Hey, how's food? How's this? How's that? Nothing. My mom, she sent me a message. She said, hey, son, how are you? I need money. I said, mom, I'm making only 600 US dollars a month and I'm pouring into my savings right now. I'm digging into my savings. She's like, oh, well, I need to fix my car. I said, well, I can't send you anything because I'm, it's going to take an additional $40 to send you, you know, the money that you need and that's not going to work and da, 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 da. And next thing you know, I, I ended up turning into one of the most worst human beings. On the face of the planet, apparently, you know, uh, to my, um, to the eyes of my family. And next thing you know, I sent a message and then that was the end. I uh, Everything I said at that specific moment was what my family needed to hear at that specific moment. It was anger. It was animosity. It was a visceral. It was vice. It was just evil shit coming out of my mouth, you know. And of course, I've, I'm not going to sit here and repeat it, but the thing is, in order for someone... To realize that they are on the wrong circle of life and that their life is coming to a grinding halt, you have to be just one hundred percent with them. You got to say, "Look, your life is a complete dog shit doghouse." Excuse my French. You li- you listen, look, you are around a bunch of niggas, but okay, I am sorry, you know. Listen, you are around a bunch of niggas. Okay, now, let me let me explain the word niggas. Now, I am only gonna say this two times. That's it, but. Every time (laughs) something went in my throat. throat) Let's focus. Every time I went home because I was wearing scrubs, I was considered an Uncle Tom through the eyes of those African-Americans living in that particular neighborhood that my mom has decided to still stay there for the last two decades because she is scared to go anywhere else and that she is waiting for someone to come and save her. Hey, you again, your decisions compounded over time is going to continue to get you the results you have in your life right now if you don't like the results you're gonna have to change the compound that's all there is to it if your relationship sucks ass you're going to have to change it and you know what the only way to change it is to create better habits create better behaviors behaviors of course formulate into habits my mom she didn't take that they started talking about me these things happen, next thing you know, there was just, I turned into the worst person because I had to tell them what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear. <sighs> will I ever go back to see my family? No. I love my family to the absolute maximum. I love them so much. Um, like my brother, I already told my sisters that I will never speak to him for as long as I live uh, because... He, he's hated me all my life. I mean, that's just the basis of it. I could go into it. But the thing is, in order for me to become successful, the, he's not. I remember the lo- I tried talking to him, of course, like two, three years, four years ago, three, four years ago, sent him a long message. He just read it. Didn't say a word. He didn't say anything for another year and a half. And only when he came into disagreement with me in regards to a garbage American sport by the name of NBA, I said, oh, well, this player doesn't do that. He was like. You're still the same. You're always going to be the same. I said, what? Because I have an opinion? And what I said was true. And I said, you know what? That's it. And then he went on to rant. Now, nah, mama don't love you. Nobody love you. He sounds just like his father. And he's replicating just like his father. And then this is why, of course, I I said, you know what? Hey, uh, Rolanda, Quintana, hey, of course, my sisters, I said, I will never speak to your brother for as long as I live. Best of luck to him. Because you know what? That negativity, it's been so long. This guy has gone through 500 Super Bowls, 10 World Cups. It's like, how can you wake up and just be angry with your life? If you're not content with your life, do something about it. He never did. And so ultimately, this is costing him. And hey, you're going to have to live with the consequences. Again, my mom. You know, she asked me for that $100. I said no. I ended up becoming the worst person on the planet. My mom, to this day, five years ago, and my mom has not even said, hey, let's talk on the phone. Can I hear your voice? Nothing. That's my mom. My sister, too. My sisters. They have never said, hey, let's have a chat. I haven't talked to you in five years. Nothing. Why? Why? Because their perception about about me has created their reality. What they always, all those preconceived notions of me that they had of me has created the reality. Their reality. But of course it's a false reality. So this is why I probably have so much drive. I have so much determination. I have so much, uh, I'm just hungry. I'm hungry not to prove them wrong. But I'm hungry. And you know what? I'm so hungry to the fact, or to the point, to the fact, whatever you want to call it, that when the YouTube and this and that and all these things come together, and next you know, I go to the Mongolias, to Kazakhstan, to Cyprus, to Georgia, to this, to that, to this. I create a foundation to start helping young kids all around the planet, and I start creating education systems to, you know, give back to the poor people, and I do this, and I do that. Guess who's going to want to try to come back into my life and say, we should have a chat. But my aunt and my grandma, they were always have been by my side. And they said I she talks to me, you know, on a routine basis. Well, of course, not on the phone and whatnot. But um She always tells me, She's like, Your grandma is so proud about uh proud because my grandma doesn't speak English, she only speaks Spanish. And she's like, Listen, your grandma, your grandma wanted me to translate something to you. She said, that you know how to go out and get yours. This coming from an 84 year old woman, straight born out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. And that right there is my drive. I said, Aunt Abigail, I promise, I promise next year, I'll go out to New York. She's like, you come here, I'll pick you up at the airport, we're going to dinner. I said, you got a deal. Because you guys, because of that right there, my grandma! Who I probably only seen about five, six times in my life because she lives in New York and I lived in Las Vegas all my life. Yes. Those words mean probably billions of words. Like anything I could get from people out here like a teacher or a student or this. Hey, keep on fighting. Do this. Do that. When my grandma says, go out there and kick some ass, that's it. It's over. Game over. I win. Because that's how much power is within that individual also known as my grandma that that's the power within her words the power of positivity the power of saying you know what i got it you've been through this you've been through that but what are you gonna do right now and then you know everything that has happened in my mom's life up to the well knocking on 60 very very soon this this year she's knocking on 60 i got it mom you had a suck-ass husband <laughs> my father it's a suck ass (laughs) hey i got it but and then for the last 30 years she just let that take a toll and to this day she's gonna live with all that 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 cynicism that 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 anger within her heart this is one of the biggest problems because you guys just gotta let go and let god you know am i mad about my father hell no my bot, my father just tried adding me on um what do you try adding me on uh, Facebook try out me and he follow me and I was like um, um I haven't talked to you in about 17 years uh, stay quiet to well you know 24 hours 48 hours 72 hours let's get out of here well, what are you gonna say what can you say over the last 17 years of why you have not even talked to me as a father of course when you follow me and add me as a friend You got to send me a message. I'm on 17 pages of why you are a pathetic human being. And at the same time, I'm going to say thank you to everything that you have done, too. Just saying. Just saying. I call it like I seize it. And so this is why I'm in my own cube. A lot of people ask me, they say, are you very are you very lonely? Hell no. Man, I'm looking outside right now. There's a beautiful sunset. We're on the eve of one of the biggest, or of the biggest, uh, New Year here within Thailand. That's going to kick off tomorrow. Um, uh, I'm going to be, you know, getting a flight to Malaysia to meet a content writer. I'm going to bring her on board my website and all my, you know, my Arsenio Buck Show. She's going to be part of my team. I'm going to meet another guy. I'm going to do a. Po- and it's not even that especially after that and what's going to happen and transpire over the next two months and three months honestly i'm a little bit scared because now i'm stuck that money is just going to boom and now i'm like oh wow okay that's cool well just keep on saving arsenio keep on doing what you're doing but at the same time that's why you're going to read tony robbins you're going to talk about you find out about these stocks and indexes and all these great things are happening i ain't got time to focus on the past i'm dwelling on the goddamn past people tell me oh man uh, i'm so sorry about your dad i'm like please man my dad was fantastic he was exactly the person he needed to be because if he was any better i would not be sitting on this bed looking at this sunset in this magnificent city full of opportunity today oh i'm preaching it you know even going into you know the fit so what happens here is like Okay, so I get it, Arsenio. Okay, so you're a very positive person. Well, the thing is, it, it, like I told you, you can either be positive or you can be negative. God damn it, I woke up this morning, all smiles. Like, people from Argentina and Bolivia and these places all around the planet are... T- uh, my voice is being heard, and I am inspiring people all around the planet because that was the gift that was within me for so long. But I had to find it here in hell. Which I thought was a hell. But you know what? I walk up, man, and anytime I walk right outside, ah, <sighs> it's life. I look at the skies, I smile. I see dogs, I wink, I talk to them. I see babies, I grab their nose and I say, You little monster, you! Like I did today when I was getting my hair did. You know, I see. Uh, it's like I'm in a utopic bubble right now. Yeah, yeah, I might get pissed off. I get pissed off when people walk slow, okay? All right, if you guys say, do you ever get mad? Yeah, I get mad when people walk slow. I hit people with bags. about like, hey, man, you better get your ass out my way. I got things I need to do. Have you ever, and these are what I call the drifters because these drifters, they have nowhere to go. They just drift amongst the world and they have nothing to do. And I say, excuse me. I got things I need to do. You're going to have to go drift on somewhere else now. You see what I mean? When it comes to positivity, I, I've been around it. First teacher I actually work with. Oh, this is going to be a long story. I don't even know how long I'm going to talk for tonight. We're going to like 10 p.m. tonight. Um, Had this guy, Teacher Ray. Three teeth, Irishman, 47 years old, fat, whatever. Cool guy. Um, first time I met her, you know, I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I'm from Ireland. Da, 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 da. I couldn't understand a goddamn word he was saying. Um, and so he had a wife, Thai girl, Thai woman. Apparently she was a doctor. Um, anytime I tried talking to her, she didn't respond much. She didn't talk much. She's like a beginner elementary. And It's weird. Cause he's like, yeah, my wife speaks English, but then I talked to her and she didn't. Um, he had a the most gorgeous daughter on the planet. She had the most contagious laugh i've ever heard in my life and you know what ray every time i was around him he just loved to complain about a lot of different things he had a really weird attachment to his previous job because he always talked about this particular his manager at this previous job and how much money he made and this and that and all these things and he's like yeah well when i was in london yeah he would literally talk. i remember one time he spoke for fucking three hours about his previous job and i'm like dude this is kind of a boring chat can we talk can we talk about something else he's like Oh, okay. Oh, well, B. Oh, my God. Well, you know, Tyler. And he would just complain his head off. And so there was another teacher at that school by the name of Amy. Wonderful young girl. But the thing is, she had a lot of anger issues, too. And she was never around us for like the last three months I was there. And I was only there for five months because she realized that Ray was so negative and she hated being around negative people. But I was around negative people. I didn't even I I didn't even learn Thai for the first five months why because well i was around this guy who was just complaining all the damn time he had his mistresses he would go to bars and pick up essentially hookers you know go away for the weekend and do this and do that and he would stay away as much as possible from his wife but you know what? He would make up stories, some of the most outlandish stories that I would believe at that specific moment, but he would make up these stories about, oh, yeah, these two university students came up to me. They went to interview me. I went to their place, and the next thing you know, I, I can't remember, but in 10 minutes later, this was happening, and that was happening, and I believed him at that time. I said, oh, my God. They love what... <sighs> they were all lies. Why would he lie to someone? Why would he lie to me like that? I have no idea, but the thing is, he was holding something back just as my last job. And of course, this is on the last topic of my blog. Um, Again, I mean, you know, back in early 2016, I would always go into this teacher's room Uh, and the teacher's room at work, you would just basically have a whole bunch of guys over the age of 45 bitching about everything Thailand, yet they have Thai wives or Thai girlfriends. So I remember one time I had a conversation and with them the last time it had to be late 2015, early 2016. And they literally cornered me. And I remember after that conversation, I was so mad. I was going to blow up on them. And then I just made a promise to myself. I said, yeah, I'm not going to come. I'm never, never going to talk to these nasty dis these these minions anymore because they bring nothing to my table then i started reading the jack canfields i started reading this and i started putting things in the podcast and then i started relating my life you know what you know basically in my podcast relating it to what i have been through or what i was going through at that specific moment so of course i talked about you know seven year old man 35 year old uh uh wife you had the worst one he's from the netherlands he well, it doesn't really matter but he was just trying to give you guys a, a, an idea but he was 52 and his girlfriend was 18 he had an ex-wife he had children never wanted to talk about any of them i'm like where's your children he hurried, went off topic i'm like what's going on here He's like, oh, I don't even know any foreigners that actually uh, uh, do these ninety-day reports. A ninety-day report's essential because if you don't do a ninety-day report, you could get fined big time. And I'm like, this guy's illegal. There was another guy from the Netherlands, same country. He had nothing but question marks. This guy was actually, uh, what was it? I remember one time they said, hey, can we put your picture on the website? Da 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 da. He's like, no, don't put my picture on online anywhere. And at that specific moment, as an employer, you would say, okay, who is this guy? I would Google him. I would seriously get in contact with the, the the embassy, Netherlands, whatever you want to call it. I'd figure out who this person is because something doesn't smell right. And so, of course, you had the guy with the 18-year-old. He was apparently a neighborhood drunk. He would smash bottles out on the streets and do this and do that. And guys, what do I look like being around these guys? Their lives are finished. Hell, they're finished. They're in one of the most vicious cycles imaginable. Imaginable. You know, you got guys that had a divorce with their ex-wife. He's like, oh, I had a horrible ex-wife. My kids don't speak to me anymore. I'm like, your kids don't speak to you anymore? As a parent, I will always, if I become a parent, of course, I would always speak to my children. Always. So you're telling me your children do not speak to you anymore? That's really sad. It is. And so what are you going to do about it? He's like, yeah, well, last time I got an email from my daughter 10 years ago, she was very angry and she never talked to me again. Yeah, because I believe you did something horrible. And for you to go through your life for the rest of your life, not speak to him. He's like, oh, well, that's just how it is. No, mother. You're the father. Oh, it just made me realize how grateful I should be. Got nothing but empathy. These guys are finished. It doesn't even matter how much money. I know one of them was making a crazy amount of money, and he had a renewable contract. Of course, him being Anglo and stuff like that, it's easy to get jobs. There was a guy that would just pop like three beers before he went home every night. He was never around his kids. His wife actually looked like a farm worker. Dude, these are just some – just oh my god, man. I just really hope – I really wish the children the best because they – they uh, it, them being brought into the chaos I guess you could say it wasn't it wasn't their fault it was the parents right they did they don't deserve to be in the chaos and so I see a lot of half Thai uh well in that area I used to see a lot of half Thai half uh foreign um you know uh kids and they just look so miserable and hearing the stories and seeing one guy and one guy was eighty and his daughter was sixteen. That means he had his daughter at the age of 64, and oh man, you know, when I was, and, and just being in that atmosphere in general, guys, what, what, what I mean, what would you do? If you actually went from a beautiful condo, beautiful area, people smiling, nice nice transportation, and go to a place where your chest literally hurts. When you walk off or when you come out the van, people are looking at you crazy because you're a different color. You know what I mean? Or they're holding their nose because they think you stink. You walk all the way up the escalator, and that people are still looking at you. They talk about you. They look at you really nasty, like it's like in a rural village of China or something like that. And then you go to work, and then you got these people. Oh well, you're student. Um, there's a complaint. Um, she said you uh, you do too much reading. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. Oh man, I had to leave. I had to leave. Of course, there's so many other things that came on top of that. But guys, I had to be positive for my own well-being. I really saw, (coughs) excuse me, I really saw my health completely deteriorate last year. I had cellulitis on my elbow for the first time ever in my life. I had like three to four different cold sores. I was all, I went to the hospital probably three to four times last year. That had to be hospital, of course, doctor, you know, just to get medication. But I had a bunch of sore throats and this and that. This had to be the worst though. That was last year was the worst year in terms of my health ever period. And so do you think it was because of the environment? A lot of people would say, oh, well, no, 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 no. Listen, honestly, it depends. I mean, what you eat, of course, the environment means everything. If you don't take care of your mind, your body shattered. So was it all the head trash that was ultimately getting a hold of me and this and that? It could have been a lot of different things. That's what was so scary because I wasn't sure what, well, you know, what was happening to my body. You know, I was getting these cold sores and this was happening, that was happening. I was like, what's wrong with me? But it was the job. It was the job. I was always negative. I was always scared. I was always looking into my junk email whether or not to see if this nasty British guy would email me and say, oh, there's been another complaint. Oh, my God. Uh, well, <sighs> no offense to the British, no offense to the folks from the Dutch. It's just obviously Thailand attracts the worst of everything. <laughs> I don't know why. But what can I learn from all this? What did I learn from all this on the eve of such greatness in a life now that I'm just just looking around saying, man, I can't believe it. I'm still humble that humility means everything to me. I don't give a goddamn about the I don't give a damn about any of it. But what did I learn from not giving up? A lot of people would say. A lot of people are probably chirping over there at the previous job. Yeah, yeah, that goddamn AJ's out of there. Black bastard. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, all these things are happening. And so funny, the the lady fool, she came up to me at the end. She's all oh, we can't uh, hire you weekend because she made up an excuse. And I was like, well, I was nowhere that I am not desperate for money. And once I was able to free up the schedule, free up everything, free up the family, free up this, free up that. I can focus on what I love to do. Now I skip to work every day. I wake up in the morning at about 5.45 a.m. I post everything. I do the pre, uh, ESL podcast. I go work out or go running like I did today. I ran like 12 kilometers easy. No problem. All of these things and my health has came. My body, my spirit, my, my – the people who are tuning in from all around the world on so many different levels, on so many different types of podcasts and broadcasts and YouTube and this and that. It doesn't even matter, I believe. That listen, you gotta be. In order for you to flourish, in order for you to become successful, you have to be in the most positive environment and seek out those who are like minded, just like you. And so you look at it right now. I mean, I told you I was going to meet a content writer. Um, she's gonna want st- to. She's gonna start writing with me. She wants to intern with me. It's crazy. Can you imagine that? I got the message this morning. Shout out. So of course her. Um, She's like, hey, you know, I decided that I didn't want to mentor. Uh, I did. I'm not going to intern with her. I want to intern with you. And I'm like, wow, she's like, you know, I actually met you through Luke Burrow's page. And of course, Luke Burrow's the guy that I actually just interviewed recently. I was like, man. And, you know, I went running and I was just on top of the world. And I said to myself, I said, damn, how was I able how am I able to be such an influence right now that people are like, hey, I would love to intern for you. Now, I said, hey, listen, I ain't got that type of money right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can't just hire you on know, full time and all this and all that, you know. But, uh, of course, with the busy schedule and the crazy amount, and if I start averaging over a crazy average, that which I'm probably aiming for very, very easily this month, hey, of course I'll pay her. I'm like, hey, you got, you know, I'll send you some money oh my god really of course yeah you're producing content for me you're my team we're a team we are a team you're me now who would have ever thought that arsenio buck from las vegas nevada would be an owner and have a team a band a mastermind group full of people that he can exchange ideas with who would have ever thought this is remarkable these are remarkable times And it all happened because I had to really cultivate that positive mindset. This is why I went into the next Napoleon Hill book in terms of, you know, the chapter ones, the chapter twos, positive mindset. You know, um, what is it, D.D. Watkins and what is it? Man, so many different authors out there. But because, guys, negative mindset, you're never going to win. I had to cut myself free from my family. I had to cut myself free from all the foreigners doesn't matter. Big, fat, white, black, this, that. It don't matter who the hell they were. If they cannot provide me anything and cannot bring anything to my table to help me improve my life, what are you in my life for? I really hate to look at it that way, but the thing is, I mean, that's just how it is. So, now, look at it now. On the eve of greatness, who would have ever thought that I would have been able to you know basically be standing victorious saying to myself was all this part of it was this journey that i'm going through and continue to go through every day is this part of the process of course first time i came here in 2013 i had no purpose 2014 came around it was the most difficult um it was the most difficult year of my life 2015 came around next thing you know i started getting death threats from different women who actually worked at for whatever reason that was crazy it was, of course it was on a stupid website she's telling me she's like i'll get you blacklist i've had all these types of things i'll get you blacklisted i get dangerous people to kick your face in. work for Thai airways can you believe that all these things started happening to me then 2016 i said enough is enough come on let's go get yourself together arsenio and i realized putting the books Reading, speaking about it, writing about it, putting it to action, I began to win. And now this is where I am in my life right now. All of that, and especially the beginning part of this year, because now 2018 has officially started over the last couple of weeks. Because when I was able to cancel everything and now get ready to go out, and tomorrow, go to Malaysia, one of my favorite places, get out of this place. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Now I am free. I can finally let all this go away. But what's going to happen now? Oh, this is when the magic happens. And I really do hope that I can make, you know, uh, make so many other people proud out there. Um, Again, I'm so happy that all of the people who have doubted me, doesn't matter if the family, friends, this, that, just watch and be amazed. Hey, you know what? I really do hope that I can inspire you some way, somehow. But if I can, hey, best of luck to you. So <coughs> man, there is stuff flying around in here. Anyways, okay, guys, so boy, that was a long podcast about me, wasn't it? I think I went on a rant. But boy, that was a good one. So guys, with that being said, I hope you guys learned something from this. Um, again, you can either be <coughs> Oh my god. You can either be positive or you could be negative. It's your choice. So, stay tuned for the next podcast tomorrow morning. Tony Robbins. <coughs> oh, my God. Anyway, stay, dude, stay tuned for the next podcast. Tony Robbins tomorrow morning. Schedule podcast. And, of course, we got a lot of different pictures and stuff coming up. You guys better be sure to tune into my Twitter, Instagram, and everything. Lots of pictures in terms of Malaysia and my race. So, this is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.